What's up, boys and girls, and to all my misfits around the world? I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd. Spooky season continues. The countdown to Halloween continues. And most importantly, it's Blu-ray Tuesday, where I bring you all the newest releases. There's three big ones that I've seen that I want to get to and to tell you guys about. And so without wasting any time, let's get into it. So as I said, there's three big releases that have come out today, and there might be some that others think are worth talking about, but just for, I guess, time's sake and for what I saw on the main page, these are the three ones I think most people should know about, and I will talk about them in, from the ones that I like the least to the one I like the most. So starting with the one I like the least, and this really hurts me to say because one, I love the writer and I love the director and this movie the first one is one that I loved when it came out it was one of my favorite movies that year and it's still one of my favorite movies of the last couple years and that is Sicario if you haven't seen the first one really do yourself a favor and go check it out it is like an action thriller but it's so much more than that the way that Denis Villeneuve shot this movie uh, with his art artistic eye there's a night vision sequence at the end. There's so many great sequences, but like the night vision one is worth uh, talking about. There's one um, crossing the border that's worth talking about, and that's going to be studied for the next for dozens of years. I think it's just so amazing. The performances by Emily Blunt and Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro, they're all excellent everything was everyone was just on top of their game and of course written by taylor sheridan who's done you know wind river hell or high water he's really done some amazing movies so i say all that to say the sequel sicario 2 day of the soldado is disappointing it's it just is uh, there's no and i don't i don't say that just because i like the first one so much i know like people can get blinded by their love of the earlier installments but it just was a disappointing sequel there's no I, I went into it knowing that I probably wouldn't like it as good as the first but open to it and it still disappointed me on that level I mean you have Benicio and Josh Brolin back that was that was good on them but I think my problem comes mostly with the script the pacing is not as tight or suspenseful as it is in the first one and even like the sequences that I can like vividly see and talk about from the first one even though I haven't seen it in like about a month or two that just says a lot of like it's not memorable it's not it wasn't exciting as it was and like 
there's a sequence there's a part at the end where i know you're supposed to suspend your disbelief in movies i i realize this but in a movie like sicario which their whole goal is to ground you in this gritty dark underbelly this reality of government and uh secret you know mobs um the cartel uh, particularly and like the government working with them when you ground yourself in that reality and for them to do i don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it but just like people just defy (laughs) science and and like i don't yeah like i said i don't want to spoil it so i'm not going to but there's some people that are just like superheroes in this movie and it's just like it took me completely out the ending is by far the worst part of the sake of the sequel uh it's just i'll say like the first 30 40 minutes i really it really got you know me and piqued my interest into what i thought was going to be a great movie a great follow-up and pretty much all the best parts were in the trailer so out of the three that have come out today that is my one that i think people should see if you like the first one just to watch Josh Brolin Benicio and some some additional people that are cast in this movie just to see their work uh it's not directed by Denis Villeneuve and he's very sorely missed in the sequel um but it is written by Taylor Sheridan so it's just kind of mind-boggling that like he couldn't do what he did in the first one with the sequel so I don't have any answers as to why but that is my first pick for the day and here is the next one coming up is the one that I like the most or the one I like the second most. So for my second pick that I think you guys should check out, it would be the prequel, The First Purge. So I just talked about how in you know yesterday the nun and the conjuring franchise how a lot of these horror franchises are just doing it to get money and this is no different but it's my job to watch these movies and so I still try and enjoy them when they come out the purge franchise has been like a mixed bag at best I think that the first one is the worst one it took this great premise of all crime being legal and put it inside of a single house and a family like an annoying family and it just became a run-of-the-mill people in mass trying to kill a family like completely undermined the whole premise of like why people would want to see that and so i was really pleasantly surprised in the sequel purge anarchy when it it leaned into the action and you had the the main guy wanting to purge and like being conflicted and while the the gore was amped up and you got to see how it was outside and how dangerous it was and you got to live in the streets and basically what I wanted in the first one was in the second one and I still think the second one is the best of the franchise purge uh, election year it got I guess pseudo political I guess if you want to say like political for just an over the top like kill fest of a movie but in a lot of moments the the it was too stylized for my taste it just like it benefited the visuals I would say uh 
because a lot of those still stand out. I still see them selling those horror masks from election year. Um, it, it looked really good, but as far as like the plot, it just got a little too over the top. Like in the first 30 seconds, one of the the, the governors, I'm, <laughs> I just rewatched it so this is fresh. Like one of the governors calls the the woman running for president who's probably who's like probably supposed to be hillary clinton running against donald trump let's be honest uh calls her a cunt like three times and i was just like can we just slow down a little bit <laughs> like i get it what you're trying to do but it was just it was a little much for like the f- opening scene of a movie so just stuff like that oh and then the, there's like this uh the black girl that is going on this rant about i want my fucking chocolate bar that was oh man so bad <laughs> the little moments like that really take me out i will say the the old black guy in uh purge election year is hilarious though that's my that's my favorite part of when i watch that that's what always makes me laugh in that movie it makes it enjoyable and finally to the first purge the prequel um I liked it. I, I went to the theater. I didn't. I had no expectations. I was just like, all right, it's, it's going to be a prequel. They're going to explain, I guess, how it all came to be. There's going to be some government exper- uh, government conspiracy, rather. Let's go. And, uh, I, I yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought the characters were fleshed out well enough to where you cared about them. It, it took place in, like, low-income areas, so you really empathized with them not having enough money and they really incentivized like if you participate in the purge you'd get money so of course a lot of homeless people or uh people that live in those neighborhoods who are turning to drugs and and living in the streets basically um they turn to the purge you can understand that um there is one character skeletor who just he his development as like the the antagonist of the movie like i'm glad that he didn't have a big like he kind of had a big role but then he disappeared when the main like climax started happening so i'm glad that he really wasn't the main bad guy um there's a lot of like uh like nazis and klu klux klan members that are like participating in this and look you know looking at this just to speak on it right now i looked at the imdb and there's all these like one star reviews and i was like it was not that bad like i actually think this is the second best out of the purge franchise and when i looked at the reasoning it's a bunch of people mad and calling the purge movies racist because it's about there's a bunch of minorities who are the main characters and they're killing kkk members and nazi members and it's fueling a race war or like a racial divide (sighs) i mean if you really have a problem with a movie where minorities are killing kkk members and nazis and just horrible people like that's your problem i'm sorry that (laughs) i inglorious bastard is one of my favorite movies and when spoiler alert when they're killing the nazis they're the good guys like you root for them so i don't understand why it's the same thing here uh there's like a main drug dealer who's like a drug kingpin and you know he's 
he is not the greatest guy but i think that added a lot of like nuance to his character because he isn't a traditional good guy but when it came to the purge he kind of applied that code of the streets to protect those who needed it and so i mean that just all that being said that that was a, a great like characterization for me and for other people i guess they think it's racist so <laughs> you decide that's just what i saw right now i'm really shocked it still has like a five out of ten overall on imdb and i didn't, I didn't look at the Rotten tomatoes but i think when it came out it was still like around that same area so i think it's worth checking out if you're uh into the purge franchise i definitely think it's worth it if you're uh it doesn't have as many cringe moments as election year two that's another thing i noticed there's some corny moments in it but overall i liked it a, a lot a lot of action a lot of gore um so yeah i think you should check it out if you're a fan of the the franchise and even if not you know maybe wait till it goes on to uh one of the streaming services and uh check it out and for my final and my one i think you should most check out coming up and my number one recommended movie i think you guys should see it's probably the one that you've heard of the least if you're just an average listener an average you know watcher of movies this one i saw in a small theater a couple months back there was literally nothing i think it was like post summer blockbuster season and i was just bored i had time to kill i was in the area next to a movie theater and i'm like you know what let me check this out it's a movie called three identical strangers based on a true story it was a mainstream made national headlines back in the 80s 70s 80s i believe about three brothers uh triplets who grew up their whole you know up to their teenage lives and didn't know they had brothers and if you think like you know that's a remarkable interesting inspirational story just right there 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 are those elements in the first 30 40 minutes of the movie <laughs> like just right there if if, the, if that already piqued your interest you know that's that's enough to get you to go go check this out do it off of that but what i am rec like what makes it the highest recommended to me is just how crazy the turn it takes is it goes into an unexpected place and once it does that first turn it just like snowballs and snowballs into like darker territory and you're just like what the hell like oh my god you just you feel sadness you feel pain you feel anger you feel frustration it's just gets really dark and i it's it's not dark to where it, it will put you off it, it's dark to where it just like you're just wondering how like how and why and they ask those questions and I'm, I'm i'm purposely not telling you guys a lot because i think that's the best way to watch it i went to it completely ignorant like i said i was just bored on like in the middle of the day and i walked out and i was just like blown away i walked out now and the people that walked out with me too where i just heard them talking about it and they were just like man like i heard people crying it's it's one of, it's an emotional roller coaster of a movie of a documentary true story and 
not going to say anything more than to just it has my highest recommendation today like it's the best documentary hands down I've seen this year I haven't seen the Mr. Rogers one um I think it's won't you be my neighbor I haven't seen that one yet so maybe that one will take the top spot once I see it I've been hearing really good things about that but for right now it's three identical strangers go see it and that concludes Blu-ray Tuesday So that concludes Blu-ray Tuesday. If you guys want more content from me, follow me at Instagram um, at misfit underscore minded. I just created it for this podcast. I'm going to be posting some images and videos and all that good stuff. Also follow me on Stardust at misfit minded as well. I think out of the ones that I mentioned today, I did react to Sicario 2 after I saw it. So you want some more thoughts on that or to see my like rating on it i guess go check it out there and the countdown to halloween continues i just watched halloween one last night and you can check out my reaction to that on stardust as well but i just want to say like what else can you say about the first halloween that hasn't been said already it's john carpenter that score that iconic score that like you hear it and you get goosebumps the one that i wanted to play on piano as soon as i heard it (laughs) it's just so fucking creepy and michael myers with that mask this it's it's just a great like example of how simplicity can be scary it's just a simple boogeyman story but it's so much more than that it's like our greatest fears of just suburbia being followed what if someone was in your house like john carpenter does that stuff so well jamie lee curtis is a like stands out so much in this she's so mature for her age um when she shot this 40 years ago there's some bad acting to go around you know like and just some but it's campy in a way that fits you know the dumb teenagers you know that have sex and then get just stabbed or murdered and like various ways by michael myers one thing that like cracks me up now when i watch this because you know i've seen it so many times it's just like i know when dr loomis is gonna go on his like (laughs) his like speech to the to the cops talk about how michael myers isn't human and i just you know you get to know the beats one thing i like to think about is like when michael myers puts on that sheet and like with with the holes in it and with the glasses and uh you know the girl's going see what you like see anything you like or can i get your ghost bob (laughs) just think that michael myers uh had to find a bed sheet cut holes in it (laughs) and put the glasses on just to kill her like it's so elaborate even when jamie lee curtis finds the bodies like he he laid one of the girls out on the bed uh like right in front of the gravestone and then like put all the other bodies in like closets and one's like hanging and it's just like dude michael myers just like (laughs) killing people's like art to him and i just love how he never runs after um it's just i know you know maybe to like modern kids i wonder if they even think this movie's like scary at all or 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 if like 
someone told me the other day they liked the remake more than the original and that kind of just like made me sad a little bit but <laughs> i guess like some people they will would think that because it is has more of a modern feel to it so i don't know but one is obviously a classic time to watch part two tonight and to react and to talk about that one but if you want to talk to me about the first halloween definitely call in and we can arrange that or any of the halloweens let me know we can we'll, we'll figure it out and if you want to do it on stardust like i'm doing it tag me in your reaction misfit minded and hashtag countdown to halloween i'm also going to be you know probably posting those to instagram as well so that's all i have for you guys um other than that so thank you guys for listening check me out on all those platforms like i said and tomorrow we have what to watch wednesday so stay tuned for that and until then enjoy your mind trip and don't trip on your mind peace